Welcome to Gagliardi's Got Real Estate podcast, hosted by myself, Gerald Sabri, and Rocky Gagliardi. We look forward to bringing you something fresh, something new the Golden Valley hasn't seen before. More informative information. We've got special guests, hot topics. Make sure you follow on your preferred podcast platform, GSRE Socials. We hope you enjoy this episode. Good morning, guys. Gerald Sabri here for another episode of our GSRE podcast, and we welcome uh, Greatest Shepherd and City Council Mayor Shane Saley to our our podcast this morning, uh, which will certainly enlighten us on a few topics around the Goulburn Valley area. So firstly, welcome, Shane. Yeah, thanks, Gerald. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Good to be finally a a part of your very successful podcast. Yeah, Shane's been waiting a little while, so we've saved the best till till last, so to speak. But um, Shane... Thanks again for starting and coming on with us. What's a, a normal day look like for, for Shane Saley at the moment? Yeah, good question. I get that a little bit. Uh, look, mm-hmm. it does vary. And, I mean, this week is a perfect example. Coming off the back of last week, uh, we were with in uh, Hong Kong mm-hmm. with council at Asia Fruit Logistica, which is something we do quite often. So yeah. really good that this council is extremely proactive in sort of being front and centre regarding our horticultural space. I know yeah. you know uh, yeah. how important that is yep. to our region. It's, it's nearly a, a billion-dollar industry yeah. to our region. So uh, we've always had a presence there at Asia Fruit Logistica, obviously, with uh, COVID not being able to attend, uh, made it a bit challenging. And last year, we were scheduled to go in October. Uh, actually, sorry, it was early November, uh, but we pulled out because, obviously, we had the flood event. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I was scheduled yep. to go last year. Yep. Grateful to have an opportunity to be there this year. So that was last week. Uh, and then, obviously, last week, the announcement was made from the federal government around the water buybacks that's possibly yes. uh, going to impact our yes. region here and what would that mean to our region. So we thought that uh, when we landed, late Friday afternoon uh, you know great to be back home obviously I'm, I'm married with three young kids so yep. they were excited and mm. got to the footy and then you get back in a general council business on, on Monday and we we're straight into planning as to yep. what this week looks like and yeah uh, you know, today being uh, Wednesday afternoon, we decided yesterday morning, uh, obviously being Tuesday, that we've got to go up to Canberra. Yep. So yep. I guess to explain my role is that it is literally take every day as it comes. Yeah. And I know that can be a little bit cliche, but yeah, no. uh, it's Makes not as sense. if uh, you start a project on Monday and you know you're going to be doing this for mm-hmm. months on end. Uh, you have to be flexible in the role and it can require you to be uh, told effectively uh, on an early Tuesday yeah. morning, hey, we've got to get to Canberra. You get things in uh, in play and you're effectively organising things as, as you're yeah. heading up the Hume Highway. So in Canberra for a couple of days and then that's the end of your week. Yeah. You know? And then yep. there's um, always some good events that are happening. I just finished at the flood inquiry as well. We know mm. we were faced with our biggest flood event last year. and uh, yeah, It's the, funny, it's been you know, only 12 months you know, how, it has. how quick yeah. it's gone. And so. there's still people out of their homes. I know you would uh, yeah. be across that as well. Mm. So we, we faced the flood inquiry this morning. Uh, that yep. was good to be able to share some learnings from the flood event and yep. obviously also highlight some good things that we did. I mean, our community came together Absolutely. Like, like no other. And yep. we are used as an example yep. uh, right across the state and e- even the nation in some ways about how mm. our community rallied together to support one another. So, yep. uh, you know, that... That, mm. that that can be a standard week and, yeah, then, yeah. and then other weeks yeah. I'm still involved in our local businesses as well so um, get dragged down the Moore Street Mall from time to time as well. Busy man and obviously you're still running business, you're family mm. orientated so there's a lot on your, mm. lot on your plate to juggle. 
Isn't yeah, it, it so? is. Uh, I mean, when I took the opportunity to consider running for council, mm. um, um, my main goal was obviously to get elected and, and I was very yeah. proud and honoured to, to be an elected council and that was mm. sort of my benchmark. I, I didn't really have aspirations for, you know, deputy mayor or mayor. Yeah. Uh, sort yeah. of believe on that sort of natural evolution and just, yep. you know, it'll, it'll, it'll yeah. evolve. Yep. And, you know, things uh, happen quite quickly. Uh, obviously, yeah. we had our, our previous mayor resign and... Uh, Sort of most of the councillors looked at me and said, you know, you should consider it. And uh, yeah. I, you know, I put my hand up and grateful to get their support. I mean, you can't do it without the no. support of your councillors. And yep. got into it last year. And I remember at the time, I, I, I said to my wife Lydia, who, who's sort of in our businesses, and you know her yeah. well. And we got yep. young kids that you know this would be a good opportunity for us. I always say it's about it's about us. Yeah, you know, it's in, let's do this together. And. Yep. Uh, you know, it started off slowly and <laughs> yeah. it's ramped up a little bit. So I often <laughs> apologise to her quite frequently. So, but no, yeah, well, it's all the, good. They're the ones behind the scenes, isn't it? So absolutely, we're married and kids, and it's mm. a it's a balancing act. So I think yeah. you're doing a doing a great job for Shepherd and the Golden Valley. Thank so, you. So, so um, um, the Golden Valley areas. I mean, we're we're strong in a lot of areas, Shane. Mm. Um, just touch on um a couple of areas we're working on and what sort of what's uh. What sort of developed fairly quickly in some of the areas that we still need some attention to work on, on, on Shepparton yeah, and Gone uh, Valley? It's a good question. It, one of the, sort of the hardest questions is that you can always talk about, you know, what you do well, but what are the things that we want yeah. to improve as well? Yeah. I mean, you know, you're never going to have a perfect model. Uh, no. As I mentioned, we're in Hong Kong, so uh, on the back of, you know, Horton Ag. So that's yeah. what we do well. Yeah. We, we do that. Yeah. We know we're the food bowl of yeah. Australia and, and that's highlighted uh, mm. often. So I think... You know, we need to continue to leverage that, and we yeah. we have. Uh, yeah. We know industry is huge here. Uh, we've Absolutely. got uh, one of the largest transport um, yep. sort of logistic hubs in is you would say from a regional perspective yeah. in, in all of Australia. I mean, there's more trucks registered here in Greater Shepparton than anywhere else in Victoria. Yeah, so right. it's it's hard to believe. So 25 percent of the trucks are registered here. Yeah. So it's, and that that's no surprise. You know yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We all yeah. know the transport companies that sit here, and that's built on the back of our industry and mm. in ag yeah. here. So we need to continue to leverage that and, and attract investment in that um, sector because yep. it it brings jobs. Yep. And if you haven't got business and you haven't got jobs, you haven't got a community. Yeah. And then what flows on from there is all your community benefits that come. And we saw that through the flood event. Yep. What community do when they come together? Sure. Yep. So we know business. Businesses and community support sporting clubs. Yep. We know we do sport really well. Yep. Uh, our sports precinct is, is unbelievable and something yep. you wouldn't see in regional Australia. The only missing uh, piece of that puzzle, and, and we mm. all know, is, yep. and we're there at the Gators grand final, yep. Yep. Uh, is our sports stadium. Mm. So we've got to get that going. Uh, and obviously our bypass as well, yeah. that, that east-west connection and second river crossing. So when we look at how do we make them happen and how do we continue to make uh, the things that we do well uh, sort of continually succeed. Mm. Um, they're the things that we need to keep building on. Yep. The challenges that we have is understanding that we do, in some ways, uh, a large portion of our community are, are, very, are part of a vulnerable yep. uh, sector as well, yep. and they uh, are obviously faced with a lot of channel mm. challenges that most wouldn't. Uh, we know yep. we've got one of the largest, if not. Um, on a per capita homeless rate yep. here as well, and, yep. and a lot of people might see that as well because it's it's quite quite yeah. a visual. It is. So, yeah. what what are we doing to try and support that? We mm -hmm. know we've had some affordable housing projects uh, come across the table, and some yeah. haven't been um, uh, accepted. But we are working towards one that that is here in the the Shepherd mm -hmm. and CBD that sits uh, at the back of uh, Row Street and High Street car park as well. That's yep. being proposed at the moment. It's out for an expressions of interest to 
to see what can be achieved there. And we're looking for a mixed-use option. So by yeah. that I mean is, and Gerald, you could probably expand on it a little bit more. Mm. We know we're short on rentals, mm. uh, even in that, the, the housing market. Yep. So they're the challenges that we have. Mm. So how do we get people into a secure um, rental property yep. or, or an affordable housing? Mm. And I think the terminology around affordable housing has changed because – yeah. And I say this often and yeah. I've got no problem saying it, that if you said to someone maybe two years, three years mm. ago, what, what, who do you think goes into affordable housing? Mm. You know, they would naturally think, oh, the person that you see sleeping uh, on the street yeah. and, and yeah. they need to get into a home. Yeah. As things have progressed through COVID and we've seen housing prices, you know, skyrocket yep. and, the, and the inability mm. to get in, yeah. affordability is mm. for people that have really good jobs. True. That can't afford yeah. to spend seven, eight hundred thousand dollars on yep. a new home. Yep. So that that's where affordable mm. housing comes in, or is yep. that mixed use? Yep. Those that want to get into a market, mm -hmm. start their future in the, in the housing market, yep. whether it's a, a rental or whatever it might be, and then expand if that's what they want. Yep. We're also getting more information as well that those that want to come here in executive roles or they're, mm. they're in medical professionals yep. don't want. Uh, the big mm. backyards and those no. types of things. No. And at this stage, we haven't seen a lot of developments to accommodate that. Mm. And I'm really excited to see uh, what comes in yep. the future, in the very near future of, uh, you know, some inner city living, yeah. which I think yeah. would be really exciting for our region. Yeah, we've seen a taste of that. And just to go back on, uh, it's difficult for clients to save deposits. Absolutely. You know, that's probably one key that we see as agents um, that puts pressure on that rental and affordable housing. And then your rent increases have gone up. Okay, so it's put more pressure on on landlords, you know, to to due to thirteen interest rate rises. Absolutely. So collectively, it's it's had a massive impact, and it can be a vicious circle sometimes. So um, you've explained that quite well, um, uh, Shane. I suppose uh, you look at we um, got probably another thing. It's important factor in Shepherd and Golden Valley is our rates. Um, it's always a strong talking point, Shane. Can you just shed? I won't press too hard on the rates, but just just give us a, a little bit of information on. Um, I suppose as an agent or agents, we get a lot of clients. You know, look at rates, and it's very it's challenging, rated differently for properties and values and so forth. So, um, what can you touch on from our? Yeah, council rate side it, of things. Yeah, it is. And I mean, look, I, I have to obviously, uh, you know, table the fact that, you know, I'm a commercial rate payer yeah. as well, and, yeah. you know, and a residential rate payer. So yeah. we're, we're not immune to this. No. You know, I get my rates notice. Yeah, like uh, everyone else. Like everyone else. Yep. And, you know, are they expensive? Are they cheap? I, I often say, okay, if it's not what it is now in front of you, you know, when you open up your rates notice, whether that's from a residential, commercial yeah. or farm zone, um, and you mm. open it up and you see what the figure is and you go, gee, that's high. I sort of often say, well, what would you like it to be? Yeah. What, what do you think mm. it should be? Yeah. And then I guess there's always that direct comparison of, um, you know, I used to live in Melbourne and, and I had an apartment yeah. here. I might even people use examples of sort of East Melbourne and these yep. types of locations that, yeah. you know, are, are sort of you yeah. know, affluent areas that you know say that their rates are, are less than what yeah, we are true we've got about 1.3 billion dollars worth of assets that we have to maintain from council mm. roads yep. parks yep. Um, maternal health mm. aqua moves yep. east bank yep. uh, the list goes on yeah you know ne nearly 100 mm. services yep. uh, animal management you know yep. all the, it's impossible to no, I wouldn't say impossible. It's very challenging to find different ways to generate revenue mm. in council. And, and the only way yep. is through rates, yep. right? Now, what's happened in the past is that there was never a cap 
There was never a rate cap. Yeah. So well before my time uh, is mm. that, you know, if we were sitting around a council table now and we felt that mm. we wanted to up the rates and, and we thought 6 7 8% increase, yeah. you could do it. Yeah. You would be able to do it. Yeah. So what's happened over the many years before, you know, I come here and sit with you and our yeah. current council face the challenges of rate capping is that you effectively build an organisation, you, you build mm. a home, you build a beast, yeah. whatever you want to call it, which yeah. is our city, yeah, yeah. based on the income. Yep. that you've been generating. Then all of a sudden things possibly start to tighten up. Mm. And then you start saying, okay, if we're going to start reducing our income yep. through our rate base, yeah. what are the services mm. we want to start to be giving up? Yep. Now, there's none that sort of stick there at the top of your, your mind as to what you think, you know, no one wants to get rid of Aquamoves, no one wants to get no, rid of our sports no. stadium, yeah. no one wants yeah. uh, Deacon Reserve or our sports precinct to look yeah. any worse yeah. You know, so I think mm. it's about maintaining that. Uh, wages go up yeah. every year. We yeah. all know that Absolutely. as well. Uh, and then it's about community expectations. Community have high expectations. Yeah. We've got True. to meet those expectations. Mm. So then what happened was they brought in the rate cap, which obviously yeah. means that you would only be able to go. When we entered council, you could only increase your rates by, if you wanted to, up to 1.75%. Yep. Right? So whatever the rate base was, we could add up to 1.75%. Yeah. In our first two years, so our first year, uh, we chose for a 0%, yep. so we didn't add. But a lot, of, as yep. you would know, yep. the rates are done on your valuation of your property. So although True. we didn't add anything yep. to it, uh, people's rates Naturally, still went up. Yeah. And they did go up yep. a lot here yep. through COVID, as we saw, things mm. have skyrocketed. So yep. there has been seen in that perception of rates have, have gone up. Yep. Then what's happened is we did a second year mm. of 0%. Yep. Uh, that then now started to really impact our bottom line. We will mm. then face with a flood. Yep. So by that I mean is that you're taking millions of dollars off your bottom line mm. through that yep. small ability to, to generate some more revenue. Sure. This one we went for the 3.5%, which was the rate cap, mm. right, to just try and sort of balance that bottom yeah. line. As yeah. I said, yeah, you're not necessarily making up excuses, but we can't hide away from COVID, we can't hide away from the floods, and no. we can't hide away from the expense mm. That council aren't immune to. Yeah. Our insurance has skyrocketed. Yeah. Our energy mm. prices have skyrocketed. Yeah. I can't quote the figures, no. but they are beyond yeah, right. um, what you would even expect that would be classes, you know, a normal increase really? of some sort. Mm. So you, you've got to try and just maintain, and and we want a viable council because yeah. we want to still be offering yeah. the good events that community go to. There are a number of councils, though, uh, a handful mm. that have applied for exemptions and been granted exemptions yep. to increase the rate beyond the three and a half percent rate cap. Right. So we haven't done that. So what we said is we'll 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 go in the direction of what the states yep. advising and, yep. and on the you know yeah. all the financial assessments that have yeah. been done, and we'll maintain yep. that. And we'll try and maintain all the good things community want under mm. our current rate yeah, base. It's a, it's a fine line. It is, but mm. I guess at the end of the day is that we don't want to also have it in a way that we're deterring investment No, here. No. But I look at it and say is I'm also a big believer and obviously, you know, coming from retail and business background is that when you purchase something, mm. there has to be a value. Yeah. So I like to think that when people are paying their rates, whether it's farm, commercial or residential, yep. that you are getting value. Mm. And I, we would like yep. to hope that the services that we offer, the events that we put on, the upkeep of, of the city yeah. and, and the grounds yeah. and all the yeah. things yeah. that we hope that there is a value there. Yeah, yeah. No, look, well explained, I think, and um, I think it'll enlighten a lot more of the viewers mm -hmm. that watch this episode on, on rates. So well said there. I will actually just the, mention we are currently going to be reviewing our rating strategy as well. Okay. Yeah, rates and revenue strategy. Yep. Uh, yep. Timely, we're, we're reviewing that. Very to, good. again, just 
take all the yeah. information that we're hearing and yeah. just make sure that we're we're yeah. on the right path. And check so. there. Yeah, Shane. The other the other important uh, area for Shepparton and Golden Valley is is rezoning and land rezoning. Um, it's been a hot topic for some time uh, across different sectors, as we all know. What what's council? What's forecasted with council, and what's what's on the table at the moment that you can shed some some light on there? Yeah. So look, I, I don't think that there would be any surprise as to what's currently uh, in the pipeline. You'd be probably well aware of our 2050 strategy, yep. which effectively sets the direction for yep. that period of time, but yep. does give uh, a lot of people direction around where we see our boundaries. Yep. Uh, so I, I'd probably use the example of if you, you go as far as the Kingupner Interchange, sort of Grainvale Road, Doyle's yep. Road, swing around to the, the River Road intersection uh, there. And, you know, if you were standing there and, and had your arms out and, and facing west... Yep. and said everything west the, of these boundaries yep. is effectively being identified as something. Yep. And when it means something mm. is most uh, property owners want to get, if they are farming, yep. want to get, get into a residential or yep. industrial zoning. Yep. Uh, there's only a small parcel of land uh, that is just south of, of the old Radio Australia that is still designated yep. as, as farm zone. Yep. Uh, but I'm sure into the future that the demand will, will grow to to have those properties rezoned. I'm sure I'm, I'm I'm sure of that because you know there's schools being built around it and all that. But sure. we also want to protect our agricultural space yeah. as well. Yeah. And then as you f come down further south and and you start talking about all those areas that surround Channel Road and Poplar Road, yeah. they've all been identified True. as growth corridors. Yep. Um, in particular, southeast growth corridor. And I know you guys have been working yep. on the northeast growth corridor as yep. well. Yep. So once people. Uh, Purchase the land, yeah, and it gets rezoned or mm. identified as as residential, and whether mm. that's short, medium, or long term, yep. th then effectively the ball's in the developer's court yeah. or the owner's court. Yeah, and what I've probably seen is that things can be identified. Mm. Uh, that doesn't mean someone will go and develop it. No, they might just sit on it. That's right. So you can have a vision of uh, what we believe, how many blocks of land we've got. Yeah, but until a shovel hits the ground, yeah. They're, they're in sort of cyberspace. These yeah. these numbers are just, yeah. you know, sort of just sitting up there and yeah, yeah. they're there one day. Yep. But what have we got now? When mm. We've probably seen now that we're right up against it. Yeah. We are right up against it. Mm. And, and as we know, uh, when there's a, a shortfall, mm. it just drives price up because that's yep. supply and demand. It's that's as right. simple as that. Mm. So there is enough land identified, yep. in, in my opinion. Yep. There is enough land identified but is there enough land now ready to be developed? And it was quite fitting that I'm speaking to you today yeah. because yesterday we actually met with the VPA board yeah, right. yesterday uh, to obviously share our, our um, obviously our community's expectations, yeah. our council's expectation yeah. is because I get a lot of phone calls mm. from a lot of people saying, hey, mm. what, what's going on? Like, yep. you know, this has been on the table for, for, yeah, for years. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, what, what's happening? And it does sort of concern me a bit when I have those phone calls yep. because I automatically think, are we holding that? And when I mean we, yeah. is council. That's right. Yep. And more often than not, mm. 90, 95% of the time, it's actually out of our hands. It's been endorsed, precinct structure plans have been endorsed and yep. it's now sitting yep. with the minister for approval. Yeah. Right? And that's where, whether we say it's a hold up, uh, mm. uh, whatever terminology you want to use, yeah. and we spoke yesterday with the VPA board and said, we've got to get better at our joint advocacy yeah. about saying, hey, look, we're here together, mm. uh, both as a Greater Shim City Council and Victorian Planning Authority. Yeah. Uh, these delays, they're unacceptable. Yeah. 
right? We've got people that are waiting yeah. to build and develop. Yeah. Uh, we need to get things going because it helps with the affordability. Absolutely. So we spoke yesterday about that because once mm. it leaves council's building, uh, it becomes a minister. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've got to sign it off. That's right. So, yeah. And we speak. Yeah. Um, I'm on the front foot speaking to them about yeah. it. But, you know, when I walk out of the office, someone else walks in. Yeah. You know, and it's not about it. It's not competing priorities. It's no. just no. what's the hold up? Yeah. You know, and that's what we're trying to work through. Yeah. Very good. What else would you like to talk about, Shane? <laughs> anything else you want to you want to touch on for our viewers? Uh, I just think it's probably, you know, what I've learned being born and bred here and, and in some ways feeling that I was connected to community uh, before I got into the council role that once I was elected and then and even more so becoming mayor, we've got some really good people out there, mm. some really good people doing mm. some really good things yeah. and we're talking volunteers, mm. we're talking people that don't get the public recognition, um, yep. they're not looking for it. No. Uh, and and I feel a little bit embarrassed at times when mm. you go to different events and whatever and, yeah. and you'll be acknowledged and I can and, and I can appreciate and understand that. But yeah. uh, sometimes I like to just sit at the back and just watch people watch. do their thing. And yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a special community. It was highlighted through the floods. Uh, at, when things get tough, people really come to the forefront. But mm. it seems like as we're you know, really self-driven. Yeah. And I think that's what separates us from others that, yeah. um, you know, we don't put our hand out. Mm. Uh, we're, we're trying yeah. to drive. We're pushing yeah. for good things. And, you know, I'm super proud of this community and the support they give me. But mm. uh, seeing it from a, a mayoral perspective mm. is, is unbelievable. I mean, I'm proud to call this place my home. Mm. And, and I, I want yeah. everyone else out there that you're living in, in you know, we're a bit biased, but you're yeah, living yeah. in the best regional yeah. city in Australia. And, yeah. and please, if you can yeah. find a better place, let me know because yeah. I haven't found it yet. Yeah. So. Uh, well done. Thank you, Shane. No um, that's a great insight, guys, uh, on uh, on the Mayor of, uh, of Greatest uh, Shepparton, Shane Sarley. So thank you for watching. Um, you can watch us all on our, uh, on your latest podcast uh, on GSRE. Thanks for watching. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on your favourite podcast platform so you don't miss upcoming episodes. We would love you to share this podcast with your network and if you have any questions or feedback, please connect with us via our social network or head to gagliardiscott.com.au.